Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only Internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments, so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm happy to announce my first book is now in print. The title is Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. I've discovered 14 root causes of fatigue. I like to call them the fatigue factors. And in this book, I explain eight of the 14. I've had some amazing feedback on how easy it is to read and understand. It's not full of technical doctory language like most books written by doctors are. And of course the book also includes my own personal fatigue story along with four other stories from real fatigue cases from my private practice. It's available in paperback and Kindle form so if you'd like a copy you can find it on Amazon or on my website at drcarry.com. That's it for our housekeeping so let's get started. I'm so very excited about this week's show because my special guest is Dr. Ken Ned. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He's the president of the International Stress Control Center and spends a great deal of time researching the physiological impact of happiness and stress. He treats patients from far and wide for anxiety, headache, pain, and stress disorders. Dr. Ned is a medical doctor in British Columbia and is a best-selling author of Power Over Stress, which is actually used as a textbook at New York University, and The Time to Be Happy is Now. He has hosted the television show Changes and has been a regular local and national contributor to CBC Television. His daily TV program, One Minute with Dr. Ken Ned has aired on Canada's CTV and other networks. Over 500 episodes of his radio show have been syndicated in several countries. Dr. Ned, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Thank you, Dr. Carey. It's a pleasure to be here. My gosh, Dr. Ned, how do you get all that stuff done? Two books, TV shows, and you're a medical doctor in practice. Okay, my patients teach me everything. (laughs) (laughs) They teach me. I listen. (laughs) As you know, it's amazing what you can learn from your patients. Absolutely. You know, I don't think patients realize that whenever they come into the office, they're they're learning from us, but we're also learning from them. Absolutely, (laughs) yeah. Okay, so you are 
an expert on stress and happiness. And I think we could all use a little bit more happiness in our life. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so here's a dumb question for you, Dr. Ned. Why is happiness important? Does it do something internally in our body? Does it help with our health in some way? Do you have 10 hours? Uh, No, no. We have about 30 minutes. (laughs) Let's go for it. All right. A recent study um, spanning 50 years, and I'm sure, Doc, that you don't see studies spanning 50 years. And this one demonstrated beyond doubt that longevity, which which you people want, you know, you want longevity, don't you, Uh if you're listening to this, that longevity is linked to three specific factors in this study. The first one is conscientiousness. You must have a a passion and a vision uh, for your life. The second thing you must have is activity. You must exercise. You must move because life, as the Indians say, life and the freedom to move are as one. And the third thing that is linked to longevity is emotional competence and happiness comes right to the fore. So happiness is linked to the idea of living long. And um, what that means... There's a, there's a neurologist by the name of Wolf, and he said the singularly most important factor that will determine how long you will live is how happy you are, you know. And, and if you love life and you have happiness, that's going to help you. And happiness, I must say, is the antidote to stress. And I'd like to tell you, can I tell you then some of the factors that will be affected by just being happy. Yes, yes, please share that with us. You've heard um, about Solomon. He's supposedly one of the richest and and wisest men that ever lived. He said, I know that there is nothing better for human beings than to be happy. And that's why you're here. You're here to be happy. And when you're happy, according to... uh, Stanford University, if you decide, even as you listen to this, just make a decision. Isn't it wonderful that you can make a decision, that you can bring a a decision of joy and wonder to everything you do? So make the decision that you're going to be happy. And according to Stanford University, when you do that, you have the equivalent of exercising on a stationary bike for about 15 minutes. So if you listen up carefully and decide that you're going to be happy, one, you won't even have to do your exercise today, okay? (laughs) And as if that is not enough, uh, this research went further and showed that, and really listen to this now, I'm so excited about this, you see. They showed that if you, even if you feel unhappy, even if a lot of things are going on in your life that you don't like, if today you decide that you are going to adopt the the facial expression, the body language, and the thoughts of a happy person, if you decide that you are going to become happy today, just make a decision because happiness is basically a decision, a choice. 
that you have. If you do that, guess what happens within the body? You will never guess. Number one, you will raise your level of IgA. And that's not the store. That's um, <laughs> IgA is immunoglobulin A. And that is the first line of defense against disease. When we put students in a, a room and do things to make them happy and they report, oh, I am happy, and we measure the IgA, it rockets, it goes high. So you can raise your level of IgA and IgA will help you to fight diseases such as foreign bodies or colds and coughs and infection and cancer. And that's not all. It will also raise your IgM and other immunoglobulin. It will raise your IgG, cytokines, CD4s, and a lot of things. I'm naming these things. So stay with me now. Stay with me. All these chemicals in your body will go up. And guess what they do? You never guess. These are chemicals that the immune system uses to fight cancer, to fight disease, to, to even fight heart attacks. So by being happy, you are decreasing your risk of disease. Let me tell you about 36 women. Can I, doctor? Can I yes. tell you about yes, 36 please. women with cancer? Okay, can you see them? Oh, my gosh. I was just diagnosed with cancer. And, but those who said, yeah, I was diagnosed with cancer, but I'm going to be happy anyway. Those who decided that despite the diagnosis, they are going to be happy. They lived on, and the other ones tend to um, die really quickly. So you run a twofold risk of dying if you harbor depressive and unhappy thoughts around you. You see, one-third of all men, and uh, well, really a half of all men and a third of all women will develop some type of malignancy. And it is said that we are getting sick and getting better and getting sick and our immune system is fighting sickness all the time. And guess what? When you are happy, man, when you decide that despite the vicissitudes, the hardships of your life, you are going to be happy. When you do that, you raise the level of these chemicals we talked about, like complement and IgG and so on. You raise that and you live longer when you decide that you're going to be happy. Uh, a new <clears throat> molecule, I bet you've never heard of it. You've heard of a lot of things because I know even if you might not be in medicine or in in a health profession, just your interest will make you read a lot of stuff. But you probably haven't read this one, microRNA. MicroRNA is a small molecule that circulates in the body. And hey... Do you know what it does? It protects you against depression. It combats anxiety and combats stress. And, you know, stress is a prelude to a lot of diseases. And where do you get microRNA? You get microRNA when you make a decision that you are going to be happy. So there's, there's a lot here about making that decision. And I hope that I will convince you that despite, and I don't want to disrespect you at all, I want you to realize that 
today you might have a lot of sad things in your life but decide that deep inside you're going to be happy because happiness is an inside job you see and doctor the other day <clears throat> just to bring this home i was taking my son to a an eye doctor and um, as i passed by i looked across the street and i saw a woman and she was just so happy she was deal she was in a store dealing with her clients and she was smiling she looked so happy in her body language that i you know being a student of happiness i said to my son stay here and i dashed across the street and i ran to her and i said hey she didn't know me i said hey 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 you're so happy you know i'm crazy hey hey you're so happy tell me why is it fake or are you really happy and she looked at me and she said you know what i love my husband we've been married for so long and he just had a heart attack 3 days ago and my mother who lived with us oh she helped us so many ways i love my mom and she died a week ago i've been so sad but today i decided that i was going to be happy and by acting happy she produced the 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 body language she produced the pheromones if you like of happiness and so much so that i could detect it i could detect the happiness and hey that's what i'm introducing to you you can decide that you're going to be happy and we can show you what you can do to activate that decision you see that's important Okay, so that is the next question that I have for you, Dr. Ned is okay, I I get it about um about that it really is just a decision to be happy. So I get it. I'm sure a lot of the listeners get it too. Um but some of them like they're really struggling. They're really going through hard times. So what are the things that people can do um to to help them uh with their decision to be more happy you oh. you were mentioning about smiling and body posture like how, how do you really get into it okay i i'll give you some clues but you know basically hey you you can feel my passion i want you oh, to yeah. be motivated <laughs> so i'm going to give you even before i give you my five um things to take away i want you to realize that happiness has physiological consequences you know when you are happy things happen within the body did you know that when you're happy the left prefrontal lobe um functions differently when you are happy the mid prefrontal lobe and that's where decision making and reasoning and you know cognitive that is um intellectual power all those increase so hey get motivated to get all this power that we might be wasting by not being happy by looking at happiness as an indulgent thing and to drive the point home did you know that uh, monkeys a certain uh monkeys studies were done and showed that those who were happy those who are laughing or or jumping around all the time they lived an average of 11 years longer wow so, so, wow. so that's important and uh happiness is so valuable that i often tell my audiences that um a friend one friend that is happy is worth to you about 
$2,000. So if you're in debt, you know, say by $200,000, do the math. Happiness has consequences, okay? Happiness, you can increase your, your wealth, you can increase your performance by being happy. How do you achieve that? You, uh, <clears throat> we talked about the frontal lobe. The frontal lobe uh, has, whenever you're happy, the spikes tends to go long and slow. And I'll show you the value of that in a while. But, Doc, to answer your question, what can you do to activate the decision to be happy? The first thing I want you to do, and don't get mad at me now, do this. Become a giver. There are two types of people in the world. People who go to work asking, what can I get from you? What can I get from the company? And the other type, what can I give? Be a giver. In your relationships, in your treat your loving relationship as a one-way street. Just give, just serve, because people who give are happier. How can you translate that into your daily life? You translate that by going downtown. If you are, even if you're broke, I I have got this habit in. When I'm going downtown, sometimes there's some homeless people on some streets. I like to go visit them. And I don't only take the money that I need to buy, say, I wanted to buy a shirt. I don't only take that money. I take some coins so that I can give. And when you give, my gosh, you feel happy. Did you know that money can buy happiness? Yes. (laughs) But you have to spend it on other people, you know. You have to spend it on other people. And uh, money is useless unless you know how to turn it into joy. So I'm showing you how to turn the little or the lot of money that you have, whatever. I'm showing you how to turn it into joy by giving. And by when you give, you become more. You become more happy. And the second thing you do is you relax. And I'm going to teach you a quick way to relax. When you say your name is um, Celine or Dorothy or whatever. Okay, so Dorothy, there you are. You're feeling very tense. Oh my gosh, I'm tense. He did this to me or she. Oh, I'm so tense. I'm talking about happiness. The first thing is G, give. The second thing, you have to relax. When you find the tensions of life coming on, just say, yes, do you think you can make me tense? No. You tense your body. Take a deep, slow breath in through your nose, always in through your nose. Do it now. Come on. Do it now. Deep breath in through your nose. And as you breathe out, just let the tension go and you'll relax far more deeply than if you just tried to relax. You see, because relaxation is not something you do. Relaxation is something you allow to happen. So the first thing is become a giver. Just be, just give. Find some clothes that you haven't worn for a while and give them away. Give until you feel it and then relax. When you look at the faces of people who don't like you, just smile and relax. That's important. Okay, so we have G-R, we're going to spell great. E, you're going to have empathy. Did you know that when you have 
empathy for other people. You feel happy and they feel happy. Now, when you empathy means that you are so focused on the troubles, on saying, what can I give? How can I help? Whom can I love? And when you do that, you, <clears throat> to other people, what happens? You stimulate the secretion of oxytocin in the body. Hey, Dr. Carey, if you were here, I would hug you and say, oh, what a great work you're doing helping women to stay healthy. And I would give you some oxytocin by hugging you. Not I don't get any, but you would get it. And you would feel much happier and you can give that to other people. So hug people, love them sincerely, be less selfish, be more altruistic, because that alone will make you live longer. So empathy, put yourself in the other person's shoe. That's very important. And the other thing is A, G, R, E, give, relax, empathy, and A is you're going to act the part assume the role of a happy person. Let's say your name is Jane. Jane, you're not feeling happy today, are you? Do you know what you can do? Start acting happy. Just ask yourself, if I were happy, how would I feel? If I were happy, what would I say to my friends? How would I hold my body and start doing that? So, so as William James says, by, by acting, you can produce the feeling, you know, the greatest lesson he said that he has learned is that by changing the outer actions of his body, he can stimulate the inner signals of the mind. Aren't you impressed by that? That is so great that we here can stand and notice that you're unhappy and can actually, you're built marvelously so that you can create happiness by acting because when you act apart, you produce the feeling. So those are four things so far, isn't it? Uh-huh. G, uh-huh. you're going to give. R, hey, are you going to do it? I hope you're going to do it. Please write in and email or something and say, commit yourself to this. Uh, uh, so you're going to give, become more of a giver. You're going to relax more in relation to the stressors of your life. And E, you're going to be more empathetic when somebody says, you fool or whatever like that. You're not going to fly off the handle. You're going to say, you must have had a hard day today. You're going to empathize. You're going to give give a little hug, even in your mind. And um, then you're going to act the part of a happy person. You're going to say, I'm terrific. I'm wonderful. Oh, and, and just overlook those troubles. I'm not telling you that the things uh, will change, but you will be in a much more cognitively positive frame of mind that you can deal with whatever problems you have. So act a part and you will stimulate the feeling. And the last one I want to tell you is T. G-R-E-A-T, great, become great from today. And the T stands for the fact that you are going to be thankful. You're going to be grateful. Hey, when you and your lover have a little problem and you're fighting, here's what you do. Are you ready for this? You become thankful. You get a piece of paper and you write down all the things that you're thankful for, for that person. Okay, that's what you do. Become thankful. 
I'm thankful to her for the way she has been with me. She's never cheated on me or whatever, whatever. Just write seven things or five things or ten things. And gratitude is the is really the invitation, the door to happiness. So here you've got some. There are lots of others. I have I have a book with 26 of them. But what I want you to do today, I want you to, you've been kind enough to use your time to tune in here. Please do not just get the knowledge. Knowledge is useless without action. To know and not to act is not to know at all. Dedicate yourself that you are going to activate your decision to become a happier person by one, giving some more. Two, you're going to relax some more. Three, you're going to empathize some more. Four, you're going to act a part of a happy person. And five, you are going to be thankful. And what a country to live in to be thankful. You know, wherever you are, whatever country you're living in, look up at the sky and say thanks. Thanks. I tell my audiences all the time, go, look, go out the window, look up and say thanks. Say thanks. Thanks. Be so thankful. Be thankful even for nothing. And when you're like that, your heart is full, full of happiness. Okay, listeners, you just heard it from the happiness expert himself. If you want to live longer, if you want to have better quality of life and better quantity of life, happiness is a crucial part of it. It's an antidote to stress and it's like getting 15 minutes of exercise, which is amazing. Plus, it impacts your brain, your immune system, and your micro RNA. So follow that great advice that Dr. Ned had. Be a giver. Relax. Have the empathy. Act the part and be thankful. Dr. Ned, I would love to just keep picking your brain about this subject, but we are running out of time. I know our listeners want to know more about you. Where can they find you? What is your website? Do you have a podcast? And I heard something about a stress survival kit, too. Yeah, you can go to the stresssurvivalkit.com. Stresssurvivalkit.com, and you can get some information. Some, um, I think that's a program you might have to pay for. So let me tell you about the free things. It's um, go to drned.com, and you can download a free book and power over stress. And as you drive along, you can listen to a very, um, very active lecture on the subject of stress and performance and happiness and that sort of thing. So you can get a lot of information. Dr. Ned, D-R-N-E-D-D dot com, powerovestress.com. And you can even go to stresssurvivalkit.com. So for the listeners out there, I'll make sure that all of those links are in the podcast notes so that you can easily find Dr. Ned. Dr. Ned, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This has just been an awesome interview. Thank you very much. It's a real pleasure. You're doing great work because there's no amount of success in life can make up for failure in your health. Dr. Ned, you're doing some great work too. 
All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Dr. Ken Ned. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carrie.